Podcast that rewatches, reviews, and really gets a lot of attention for trained secret agents for every movie show and one shot in the Marvel Cinematic Universe. I'm Tony Camarena. And I'm Al Rodriguez. And you can follow us on Twitter at MCU underscore rewind. And if you don't like us as much, you can follow MCU rewind without the underscore because those guys are jerks. Um, and then you can also rate our podcast app, uh, podcast on whatever podcast app you're using. Um, which is really the best thing you can do for any podcast. If you really like a different podcast, like say you really like, um, I don't know a popular podcast right now. So I'm going to say Serial. That was popular like eight years ago. If you really like Serial, you should rate our podcast and give us five stars. That's really what you get. Best thing you do for any podcast is to give us a five star rating. Mm-hmm. And with that, today's episode is about Agents of Shield, season five, episode two, orientation, part two. Original air date immediately after part one on December 1st, 2017. Yeah, so here's a uh, quick rundown of what happens in the episode. In an action-packed start to the episode, May and Simmons almost die in space, which I guess we all live in space, so we all die in space? Anyway, May and Simmons almost died. The Shieldies learned some history about Earth. No one knows how Earth was destroyed, but it was. Uh, after that, the Kree show up and took over, is, is basically the, the history. Uh, now they all live in the lighthouse. Tess, a new character, takes Coulson to Virgil's room to let Coulson find some clues for whatever Virgil's plan was for the Shieldies. Uh, he finds an old notebook, but isn't sure what to make of it. Deke basically becomes some sort of liaison-type person to help the Shieldies get acquainted with this new world they're living in. He is not happy that they already killed two Kree. Uh, after leaving them, Daisy follows Deke to see what he's up to. She finds out that he's basically running some sort of futuristic opium den. Deke runs a way for people to go into the framework. Simmons tries to save the life of a human who works for the Kree, but instead, she's taken by the Kree. She is now a slave worker for the Kree in charge, Cassius, and the only thing she can hear is what Cassius wants her to hear. The remaining Shieldies steal a tablet from the Kree. They get it, but in order to not get caught by the Kree, Coulson has to make a deal with a shady businessman named Will. The Kree institute a culling. A random group of humans have to kill someone or die themselves. The Shieldies barely make it out alive. Finally, at the end, Deke realizes that Daisy is Daisy Johnson, aka Quake. The one who destroyed Earth. No! Daisy, how could you? It's been a while since we've done the bump up bomb or the uh, yep. sound effects at True. the start. I, I do, do we only do that for Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D.? Do, do we do that for other shows? We do it for other shows if they... Like, we do... I mean... In the plot <laughs> finders, we did it for the magicians. I know that. It was very dramatic. Yeah. Um, yeah. <laughs> Pokemon, okay. not as much. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, very, very different tone there. <laughs> yeah. Okay. All right. Moving on to our fast facts. On your left. Uh huh. On my left. 
God. Next stop, Cavity Town. Right on, little dude. You got super speed. I do. You didn't see that coming. Um, do you have anything else? Uh, no, no. I just forgot to write anything down. Okay, that's fair. How about you? Um, we have like the title of the episode, Orientation Part Two, because they're all getting oriented. Or that gravity thing is uh, changes the orientation of gravity. But also, the part mm -hmm. two part is interesting because it's the second part of a full story. It's the second part from the first part of last week's episode. So, mm -hmm. yeah. Okay. Yeah. Do, do you think next week's episode is going to be orientation part three? We may never know until the end of this episode when I say what's coming up next. So... We've got about at least like 45 minutes, if not longer. So we'll find out. Okay. All right. <laughs> I'm not good. scrolling. I'll wait. Uh, yeah. <laughs> um, we got a couple new uh, characters this episode. Um, I want to talk about Tess, uh, the actress Eve Harlow. She's one of those people. I don't know why I say one of those people. It's not like a group of people. She is a person who <laughs> um, has been in multiple superhero shows, but never gets powers. Oh um, yeah, I mean she's in Shield, obviously. She's a recurring character in um, Titans, that DC show. Oh, okay. But she's—I don't know who she plays, but I looked her up, and she doesn't have powers. Um, she was also in uh, Heroes and Heroes Reborn, uh, both of those. As like, I looked up to see if she had powers. I guess she's like a an agent of the military who's against heroes. So. <laughs> Yeah, she keeps being superhero stuff, but she never gets powers, which, you know, it's hard. Uh, yeah. Um, we also have uh, Cassius, uh, played by Dominic Reigns. His big nerd cred was he was in um, Captain America with the Winter Soldier as, oh. like, essentially an extra. He is uh, the person giving Sharon her CIA test at the end when we see where everyone's at after the fall of S.H.I.E.L.D. So, <laughs> oh, okay. Cool. Yeah. Well, he got and an then, upgrade. Yeah. And then uh, Sinara. Oh, God. I did the same thing I did last week. I didn't write her name down. <laughs> uh, Sinara Florence, is the other Kree, the one with the floating uh, ball yes, weapon things, right? With, okay. with the balls. Uh, Florence, mm -hmm. I can't even say her last name. Favor, F-A-I-V-R-E. Fivor. Okay, Fivor. <laughs> so, I have no idea. Okay. Um, her biggest nerd cred is some a show I've started watching and I have full intention of finishing it when I finish the books. Uh, she was in uh, The Expanse. Um, oh. she, she played Julie Mao, who kind of starts the whole story in the first season of the expanse she's no it's not a big spoiler because it's the first like episode she is the person that the detective is looking for in like the first episode of uh the expanse so oh yeah. cool i should go back and, and finish that series i let's see it's five seasons on amazon and i think, I, so. I think i've watched the first three so i've so i was reading the books i, I read like the first two books and then started watching the show and watched like the whole first season. And I realized I want to finish the books before I finish the show, which I'm on book four. Uh, so, and I know they only go up to like equivalent of book six because the book actually goes further than the show does. So I only have oh. to get to the end of sixth and then I can watch the show. 
Okay. Yeah. Um, my only other Easter egg is uh, Cassius uh, says that even Hala doesn't have a view like this when he's looking out on the destruction of Earth. I think this is the first mention of the Kree homeworld of Hala because uh, we see Hala in uh, Captain Marvel, but that hasn't uh, aired yet in this timeline. Oh, cool. Yeah. Um, so moving on to our heroes. It is one thing to question the official story and another thing entirely to make wild accusations or insinuate that I'm uh, a superhero. I something. never said you're a superhero. Didn't? Mm-mm. Well, good, because that would be outlandish and uh, fantastic. Prove it. Prove what? That you're Peter Parker. I don't carry an ID with me, you know, it kind of defeats the whole anonymous superhero thing. I saw you. You're a hero. Like, a for real superhero, which is, I'm not like a groupie stalker type. But... I guess we'll start with May and Simmons in the spaceship, because <laughs> yeah. that's where we start. Yeah, um, they almost die there. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I do. They got the appropriate reaction. The Earth has been destroyed. <laughs> they should be speechless and a little bit in shock. Uh, yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I was actually trying to think about, like, other shows where this situation happened. They talk about the Earth being destroyed a lot. Very rarely is it actually destroyed. <laughs> yeah, exactly. And and here they, they see it. Uh, all right. After after four seasons, it only took four seasons for the Earth to finally be destroyed by someone, something. Yeah. Well, four seasons plus other movies, because you know it's all one MCU, right? Right. Right. It's, it is. It is. One hundred percent. Okay. Yes. Then we'll talk about that. All one MCU. Um. Thor and the Asgardians weren't this sad when Asgard got destroyed. <laughs> they weren't this shocked. <laughs> Well, I mean, they kind of always knew it was going to happen, right? Like, yeah, Ragnarok will happen eventually. I uh, know that eventually the Earth will expand and consume the Earth. Or the sun will expand and consume the Earth. If I went to the future and saw the Earth being gone, I'd have a problem with it. I would be like this. <laughs> well, I mean, you're also not an Asgardian. Like, That's different true. cultures, man. Yeah. That's true. It's true. Um, I don't think Rose was that upset in the, the second episode of the new Doctor Who when the Earth got destroyed. <laughs> uh, she she was, I think. Now, well, I mean, it was like a planned event, right? Everyone yeah. was off the planet already by then. And then she had, was easily able to time travel back. I'm trying to think of yes, examples exactly. of the Earth being destroyed. <laughs> Um, yeah, same. I don't. I don't have a lot. Um, uh, Hitchhiker's Guide to the I Galaxy. Never... He was just oh. more overwhelmed that he met an alien named after a car. <laughs> uh, I never saw Interstellar. Does Does the Earth make it in that one? Or no, no. <laughs> but he. Okay, well, spoilers for Interstellar. Mm-hmm. It's all about time dilation, and he arrives. He doesn't see the Earth get destroyed. He arrives on a space station like a um, generational ship, uh, like 70 years after he left because they were going to the planet mm-hmm. he found. Um, so like he never sees the Earth get destroyed. And technically, the ecosystem was destroyed. The Earth is still there. Okay. All right. It's so just uninhabitable. Giant rock. Yes. All right. All right. What about the moon? Is the moon still there? Because, God, I hate it so much. Um. 
Yes, the moon is still there. <laughs> okay. Alright. Uh, um, now I don't need so, to watch that movie. Something I talk about all the time is uh, mm-hmm. two, like between you and me, but not on the podcast. Uh, so the mm-hmm. podcast listeners might not know that I'm a huge fan of uh, the RPG show Critical Role. Mm-hmm. It's looking like this season or this campaign, they're going to have to kill the moon. So <laughs> you might want to look into that. <laughs> okay, I will. I will consider finally watching it. <laughs> okay. At least campaign three, because it's really looking likely like the moon is like a demonic weapon and they may have to kill the moon. <laughs> okay. So we'll see. How, how far into season three are they? Or series or campaign Thir- three, whatever they call it? 30, 33 episodes. <sighs> God, and they're like five hours a piece or something? Uh, Between three and five hours. So if we average four, 120, uh, a lot, 130 hours. I don't, I don't have that kind of time, Tony. I'll yes, you do. I'll read the clip notes. I'll ask you to to just you, tell me what happened. You wait seven years till they adapt to that into another animated series. I'm down for that. I can do that one. Yeah. All right. All right. <laughs> Are we talking? We've already started talking about this is May and Simmons. We're talking about. I'm like, did I introduce oh, the yeah. heroes? That's what I was wondering. <laughs> yeah, that's right. Yeah, they they see Earth destroyed, then they like, well, no point in being out here. Let's go back to the lighthouse, I guess. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I mean, yeah, where where else are you going to go? We talked about Asgard. Our like, okay, so humanity doesn't know history, obviously, because it Kree erased mm-hmm. it all. Mm-hmm. Thor really dropped the ball. <laughs> Thor is supposed to protect humanity. If anyone's going to do it, I mean, come on. Where was Thor during this? I know I know the answer. But still. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I, um, Tony, when, when we're done rewinding season five, you and I are going to have to have some sort of conversation of like what happens with the other heroes in the MCU and, and stuff like that. Because I, yep. I know that that's just going to keep coming up as we talk about Earth being destroyed. Yeah, that's true. That's true. Mm-hmm. Um, I want to talk about my favorite part of the episode, or at least the favorite conversation <laughs> that happens in this episode. Is Coulson explaining Earth to Tess? And she was like, <laughs> uh, she's worried about tornado, or what did she say? Earthquakes, uh, tsunamis, sharknadoes. Mm-hmm. Like, mm-hmm. yeah, sharknadoes aren't real. It's, uh, I mean, it's a sad fact that they do happen and there's a tragedy every year, but they try to keep under wraps. So Coulson, a man who toes the line is telling her they weren't real. <laughs> uh, I mean, way to dash her hopes, I guess. I don't know. Or, or I don't, just like her, I don't her know. idea, her idealism about the earth that was. <laughs> yeah. It, it's like, Ruining it for a kid. Like, imagine, imagine like, a five-year-old is like, oh, I don't want to go. What if there's a Sharknado? And then you're like, no, Sharknados aren't real. Or, no, Sharknados don't happen there. If we yeah, ever right. go there, I'll tell you. Right? Like, that's what you tell a five-year-old. That's what yeah. you would tell her, who is scared about, you know, Sharknados being a real or, thing. No, she's more relieved that she doesn't live in a time when Sharknados ran rampant. <laughs> It's true. Or any weather in general. Yeah. Um, I heard stories about the past 
for some reason reminded me of do you ever see the movie rain of fire uh yes a long time ago but yes there's that scene where they're in there reenacting uh empire strikes back as like Mm -hmm. a stage play as like some mythological event that the kids are all reacting to i wonder (laughs) if like people reenacted sharknados to her as a child and (laughs) she thought it was real yeah it's a good point i have no idea where she would have gotten that idea of a sharknado I mean, people have. I mean, they like, don't have movies fragments. or anything. Well, no, the people have fragments of stories, like because people were around ninety years ago from Earth. So, like, someone was talking about the movie, but someone who didn't grow up on Earth were like, "Wow, that must have been the real thing that happened." Because they have, I bet they don't even have concepts of movies, right? Yeah, Other you're than, right. Like, I mean, we we have no idea what their entertainment is like. I mean, well, it, yeah, we do, honestly actually. given. Oh. Oh, Deeks, oh, yeah, that's Deeks right. Opium yeah, Den. <laughs> yeah, you're right. I mean, other than that, I mean, it feels like the Kree kind of keep humans on a short leash there. So they, they don't really get anything. Anything. Like they just, it's just trying to survive. Yeah. Well, I hope when the Earth gets destroyed, I'm not in the lighthouse for it. <laughs> Same, I guess. Yeah. 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 All right. What next? <laughs> oh, all right. <laughs> all right. Um, so, you know, let's talk about, let's see. So after all the shieldies come back together and, oh boy, is Deke not happy about working with them at all. Yeah. Um, <laughs> so uh, let's see. Let, let's move on. Let's talk about uh, the shieldies trying to get a uh, a tablet, right? Because mm-hmm. that's, that's their next plan, right? So you've got, um, you know, Coulson making a distraction for, I guess, no reason. And then <laughs> we've got uh, uh, Mac and Yo-Yo off to the side actually doing the stealing. Well, Yo-Yo do the, doing the stealing. Yeah. Um, <laughs> right? Mac, I don't even think, <laughs> counted down or finished his countdown. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> so. Um, yeah, I, I mean, they're, they're able to get. Oh, yeah. I have the theory that getting the tablet, which is just a rod, I don't know why they call it a tablet, but getting the tablet might act, I mean, I know you use your superpowers, but it might not actually be that hard, but it's having the balls to do it against the Kree <laughs> is what gets their, the guy to respect. Oh, yeah. I mean, yeah, if you're going to do that, then you're capable of doing some other things. Um, mm-hmm. Also, like, if you get caught, you're dead. Like that. That's it. It's. Uh, yeah. It's not like Your I don't think they just hit you and walk away or something. Yeah. No. You're. You're forfeit. Unless you have a Simmons nearby who will uh, stop the bleeding. Yeah. Yeah. Unless that happens, but eh. hasn't happened for ninety years at least. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. A lot of medical knowledge just gone. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um. Yeah. So. I like the comedy oh, yes. of them trying to hide the Kree bodies. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's right. Yeah, we skipped over that part. Yeah. So, yeah, Deke was was helping the the yeah. Uh, uh, who was it? Um, Daisy, yeah. Yo Yo, and Mac. Yeah. Yep. I'll try to hide it. Yeah, I'm just like put them on. What was it? Put them on the elevator, but there's a skylight and stuff like that. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah, just kidding. Yeah putting them in different places. I mean, they can, 
<laughs> I, I wonder if at one point someone suggested, well, we can cut up the bodies into smaller pieces. And then Mac was like, no, 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 I'm not touching Cree blood. No, it's it's been too much of a hassle in the past. <laughs> well, I was he even there for the Cree blood situation? Uh, he, I, I'm pretty sure he knows about it because he showed up in season two, which was Cree related uh, with all the inhuman stuff. Mm. So I, he probably learned about it at some point. And definitely season three had those Cree come down to earth with all the hive stuff. Okay, that makes sense. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. Um, let's see. So Simmons uh, saves that guy who got stabbed, right? Uh, during the yeah. food fight, <laughs> the fight for mm-hmm. food. It wasn't a food fight. Um, <laughs> yeah, and and they get taken into creepy spa. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, creepy spa. I don't know, like, fully what's happening there. Like, that technology that you can only hear, I guess, your master's directions? Is that what's happening? Yeah, so, um, yeah, Cassius, like, takes this thing out of the other servant and then puts it into her ear. And uh, did it, I, I can't tell if it also messed with her vision, like, made it a little more tunnel vision. Yeah. Um, not too sure about that. But, uh, but yeah, if she's... Yeah, that's. I think he has he controls. Like I, I vaguely remember the rest of the season. Mm-hmm. There are points when he lets her hear more. So I think yep. it's probably just his whim at that moment in time. Yeah, my question is: Is he doing it just because he thinks she's beautiful, or because he brought her in for the medical knowledge, or at least her capability to patch up that guy? But then, yeah. obviously, like cutting her off from everything, the sound and impairing her vision kind of negates a lot of that help, right? That abil- those abilities. Yeah. Yeah, I don't think he cares at all about her medical training or, well, or any of that. Or, yeah, I think I it's mean, just the way she looks because that seems okay. to be what he wants in his yeah, in perfection. people who work for him. Yeah, exactly. Like, I mean, he killed that guy because he had a scar on his head, on his forehead. Yeah. That was it. Yeah, so it's like, it's just like he was brought in, she was brought in because of her medical knowledge, got the attention, but that's not why he took an interest in her. If she would have medical yeah. knowledge and she was ugly, then he might have thrown her back or killed her. Oh, yeah, yeah, I'm sure he would have had her killed. Yeah. I mean, frankly, it's lucky that he didn't get the attention of some of the other shieldies because, like, they're all Hollywood actors. They're all pretty people, most of them. <laughs> yeah, exactly. I mean, the yeah. only one who I would say would be the least good looking is Coulson. And Rude. I feel like that's only this season specifically where they're making him look older. Yes, he is looking a little more rough. Um, yeah. 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 Mm-hmm. But definitely the rest of the cast. And even oh, like yeah. at least Tess and Deke. They're not yeah. bad-looking people either. <laughs> yeah. Well, I mean, you also have to remember, like, just because their um, main character, sort of main, like, oh, not main like characters, major you know what I mean, like major characters. Yeah, major. Yeah, yeah. But they're major characters in the storyline right now. Yeah, they're going to look nicer. That's always how that happens. Like you, you see all those other people, mm-hmm. uh, like literally everyone else. Um, in the background, they've all got dirt on their faces and everything, and 
Yeah. Yeah, that's true. So basically the difference between them and the Shieldies plus um, Deacon Tess is that mm-hmm. they bathe. Okay, I was going to say they're named characters. <laughs> uh, that too, yeah. They're, they're, their shirts aren't red. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, all right. Uh, moving on to Daisy uh, and the drug den. Or not really a drug den, but the <laughs> Inception den. <laughs> yeah, Inception Den. I like that name. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, so that was interesting. She just got too close to the machine, and then she falls into it. Like, okay, mm-hmm. all right. Yeah, I mean, that's really not secure. Like, if he's trying to make money for it, but you could just bust in and just enter someone else's... It's not a dream. Like, they're a part of the framework. Yeah. I I mean maybe normally he polices that a little bit better, um, but he didn't really care because it was her and he wanted to talk to her. Yeah, that's true. I do like that they brought back the framework as like, hey, this is a piece of technology that people continue to use. Because a yeah. lot of shows like they're done with it for this season, they might reference it, but they don't bring it back or use it in a different way in the future. Yeah, that is something Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. is very good at, like referencing the stuff that they've dealt with in the past. Mm. Um, Although, if I remember correctly, wasn't the the framework, like, completely destroyed? Like, everything was deleted? Yes, the framework was deleted. uh, The framework that they were in. But Mm -hmm. the technology still existed, and Deke made this program in the framework. So the fact that they're repurposing that technology. Uh, it reminds me a lot, like, this is show run by Marissa Tancheron, I can never say her name, and Jed Whedon. Mm-hmm. This reminds mm-hmm. me a lot of, like, Joss Whedon's uh, work in, um, like, Buffy and Angel, where, like, mm-hmm. stuff will come back months or seasons or, like, complete shows later. And, like, it's all, <laughs> it all makes sense. And, like, hey, it rewards loyal viewers same thing with this coming back in shield and a lot of stuff mm-hmm. they do actually yeah um as much as like joss wheaton not a good guy we found out his style mm-hmm. and his brother's style uh it really works he was he's popular for a reason and i still enjoy yeah. that stuff yeah exactly and that's uh man it's it's so hard sometimes to to like still like a thing mm-hmm. um like I, I don't want to go off on a tangent but like it's it's hard to like like a while ago i was thinking like i want to rewatch buffy Eh, nah i'm sure joss whedon gets a cut i maybe i'll do it later no um, you know, something like that right like uh, you might be right i have the dvds of both angel and buffy i bought secondhand he gets nothing of that and i can still enjoy it <laughs> <laughs> okay that's good I, maybe i should look into that i'll buy like a used copy <laughs> yeah it's it's the same way i mean i don't want to get into this but we are uh same way i feel Mm -hmm. about harry potter and jk rowling it's like i still enjoy Mm -hmm. the books because i own them and i've owned them for years i still want the illustrated versions but and i still want to kind of go to harry potter land and universal but i'm not going to spend my money there (laughs) because she gets (laughs) part of it yeah yeah exactly like you gotta yeah it's especially when you find that out like years after being a fan of their work like yeah uh, i yeah i liked i like joss wheaton a lot less than i like jk rowling i like i had jk rowling on a pedestal so it's like it really hurt me hard 
when I found out <laughs> she's a bigot. So it's like it's really hard yeah. for me to enjoy Harry Potter nowadays. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah that's I fair. didn't. I didn't care for Joss Whedon as a person, so I don't feel as bad watching his stuff. <laughs> okay. <laughs> anyway, uh, now that we did that, I'm, you know what? I was going to say, and pissed off some of our audience. If you're a fan of those, of what those people did, I don't want you in our audience anyway. So, yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. <laughs> All right. Um, yeah. So I like Adik's framework. I mean, I don't like it. It's kind of crappy, <laughs> but it makes sense in the world. Yeah, I mean, he has no idea what Earth was really like, and mm-hmm. he said he had to, like, kind of remake together. something. Yeah, exactly, piece it together. So, yeah, it, it makes sense. Um. <laughs> the reveal we get at the end <laughs> that Daisy uh, destroyed the Earth. Uh-huh. He found that piece of information. People, we're only two generations removed from the end of the world. Like nine, like not. It's more than two generations, but there were people alive who talked to people who were there at the end of the world, right? Uh-huh. Yeah, they should at least know that Quake ended the world. So, like, that's a piece of knowledge. Like, no one knows how the world ended. People should know how the world ended. Zeke so should have known. <laughs> But continue. Sorry. Oh, okay. So I'm I'm thinking about what we know at the end of the season when like we have all of the facts and everything that leads up to it and what actually happens. And I I don't know how okay, actually never mind. I, I understand how some people how that knowledge can show up. Mm-hmm. I don't know why people know that. Because I feel like the people who know that wouldn't go around telling anyone. <laughs> it's kind of um but but you you're right if deke can find that quake is the one who destroyed earth why don't more people know that as a fact yeah well i just thought of something too uh-huh. it's like a major plot hole <laughs> okay if quake is destroying the earth i don't think there would have been a news report about it Oh no, that wasn't that that wasn't from Earth being destroyed. That was he found a news report of her that okay. said Daisy Quake Johnson. Or Daisy Johnson, aka Quake. Yeah. I I I don't know if for certain, but I think it was actually like the news report uh during what was it season four when they like remember when, when she joined rejoined Jason. Shield in the Yeah. Was that? That's what when that's the, yeah. what I said. You're right. Yeah, to to fight uh, Ghost Rider. Uh huh. Yep. Hmm. Yeah. So now I don't know how Deke knew that Quake destroyed the Earth. Uh. Yeah. Yeah. He doesn't. There. I mean, maybe he'll tell us later. <laughs> don't know. Well, I mean, like, I've got a good idea with uh, like some foreknowledge. Uh, it mm-hmm. makes sense. Same. But right now. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. All right. Is there anything else? Oh, um, the last thing I guess that we want to talk about is the, what's it called? It's not the purge. The purge is what I kept thinking. <laughs> A renewal. <laughs> the renewal. Uh, oh, that was the official name? The renewal? Yes. Yes. All right. Okay. Um, 
Yeah, so they were completely double-crossed by that jerk who gave him the metrics. Uh, oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Uh, Grill. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Grill. Um, I mean, did they... were So it was Coulson, May... Was it Mac and Yo-Yo all together? Uh, kind of. Coulson, Mac, and Yo-Yo. And then okay. May showed up later. Oh, yes, because she did that flying kick into the scene. I remember that. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah. To stop the guy with the shotgun and, and all that. Uh-huh, yeah. Yeah. So she must have been... I have no idea where she was off to the side. Well, yeah, um, I mean, she... it makes sense. Because if May was with them, they would have known Deke can do this for us. <laughs> oh, yeah. That's right. Deke did it for her. <laughs> yeah, or maybe Deke didn't have enough of those to go around. Ah, you know, you're yeah. I I have no idea. Or maybe they couldn't get to Deke because they didn't know where Deke was. Yeah, because Daisy was looking Daisy for followed. Yeah, I mean, I I feel like it makes sense. Even if May was there, they they probably okay. still would have. I mean, she already had one of the those metrics in her arm, so yeah. she wouldn't have needed to to get one. But yeah, yeah. I guess her leg is feeling better. <laughs> yeah that's or adrenaline's the one hell of a drug uh that too yeah yeah it is yeah anything else for our heroes no not too much honestly it was it was pretty straightforward you know we we yeah. got uh quite a few different side stories with the characters but yeah that's it all right cool all right let's take a quick break talk about some ads and then we'll come back to it Welcome to Baston Robbins. Would you like to try our mango fruit blast? And Jerry's named a flavor after me, so... Stark raving hazelnuts. Not bad. Excuse me, miss. You know anything about a lady blowing a hole through the roof of that blockbuster over there? Witness says she was dressed for laser tag. Tony, what is the one thing you cannot escape? Um... Capitalism. That's right. Buying stuff. Hey, I was we right. Have... I was right, Al. <laughs> we have so many ways to buy stuff. It's just, it's all so complicated. Should I use cash? Venmo, PayPal, Cash App, Samsung Pay? What about credit cards? Should I give them my credit card or Tony's? There are too many standards. And our friends at Money Metrics have created the latest in a long line of one true standards. After a quick sign up online, you will receive in the mail, eventually, a metric device. Just follow the three simple steps in the instructions to attach it to your arm permanently. It'll never come out. And you'll be able to use your metric everywhere the metric is supported, which right now is places. I bet your first question is, why does it need to be implanted? Well, duh, so you don't lose it. I'm always losing my credit cards, cash, and phone, and I bet you are too. So, you know, this is like a two-in-one thing. You pay for things and you never lose it. Perfect. Use promo code MCU Rewind to get one metric for the price of two when you purchase three or more. One metric for the price. Yeah. Good plan. Yeah. I, I mm, approve yeah. of our sponsor. Yeah. Same. All right. Moving on to our villains. I ask you to what end? Dread it. Run from it. Destiny arrives all the same. It's funny, isn't it? How even the best of men can be deceived by their true nature. What the hell does that mean? That I am the ill intent. Who's been messing up everything? It's been a 
capitalism. Okay, no. <laughs> I was okay, wondering so, if you get that one. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, what? Okay, so talking about capitalism and the Cree, mm-hmm. like we do. Mm-hmm. Um, what are the benefits from what we know now of keeping humanity alive? Other than just My... like being able to rule over some other people. Well, my assumption is that they're just a workforce. Uh, you know, you send a handful of Kree over there, and then the humans are, oh yeah, doing something. I don't know. I I, I want to say well, mining, but I don't yeah, know if that's well, true. Or... It totally makes sense. The Earth is full of minerals. <laughs> oh and yeah, it's true. Got an asteroid belt that used to be the Earth, so that really makes a lot of sense. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, yeah, I I assume that that it was something to that effect. Yeah. Plus, then you have the humans who are working just to keep the rest of the place running and that kind of stuff. Oh, yeah. But I'm sure they're putting as as many resources as they can at mining those materials. Yeah, and as few resources as possible as keeping the workforce alive and comfortable because they're not. I mean, oh yeah, exactly. If if the Cree weren't evil. Or, I mean, mm-hmm. I can't assume that all Kree are evil. But most Kree are jerks. <laughs> we here. have yet to meet a good one. Oh, sorry. Yeah. We've only seen one good one. I mean, if you're talking Carol, she's a human. Uh, no, um, I forgot her name. The, uh, the like, flight instructor. Or not instructor. The the the, the Kree in Captain Marvel. She was, like, the, the person who made the super warp jump thing using the oh uh, yes marvell the... yeah oh that, oh that was her name okay i forgot yeah okay yeah, yeah you're right the only good marvell so is far. the only the only good kree is a kree who joined the american air force <laughs> that's right um, and works with the scrolls i'm sure yes. i won't be regretting saying that uh next year when secret invasion comes out probably not probably not <laughs> um so i forgot a point oh yeah, if the Kree actually cared about humanity, which they obviously don't because they're all terrible aliens, um, <laughs> they would probably like relocate humans to an- another M-class planet to use Star, <laughs> Star Trek parlance. <laughs> I mean, they might do that later, like after they've mined everything else here, you know, after generations. Uh, I don't think that. I think they would just kill people. They'd just exterminate humanity. If they feel that just low. leave them there. Well, well, how do you how do you grow your empire? Like, no, you gotta you gotta move your workforce somewhere. Maybe you're probably right. <laughs> do you think any of the humans there are actually scrolls, and they're like in the worst situation? Period. <laughs> oh God, uh, no, because they would be a Cree, obviously. Yeah, they would be hiding as Cree. <laughs> you're right. Yeah. <laughs> um. So, we've got Sonara, who's the female Kree, like the main henchwoman. Mm-hmm. Uh, the only yep. the only thing I've got uh, about her, I really those uh, floating spheres she has really reminds uh-huh. me of Magneto in X two when he breaks out of his plastic prison. Oh yeah, uh-huh. yeah. I just thought it was cool. Are those a technology, or does she have powers? Do you think? I, I I'm going with the technology. Okay. I, I assume it's that. Yeah. Yeah. Or is it just magic 
that we don't understand yet. Um. Well, I mean, obviously, <laughs> it's both, right? Okay. It's just sufficiently advanced technology. So, duh. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It's creepy. So, in, mm-hmm. yep. In his first couple scenes, I hate Cassius. <laughs> yes. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So I Tony. I'm. Um, <laughs> yes. Yeah. And uh, just just a little spoiler. Like, I don't think that's going to change. Like as we yeah. watch the rest of of anything he's in. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. He gets a. If I remember correctly, he gets a little more depth, but he's still. He's still got like the Joffrey of, <laughs> um, <laughs> of, uh, Shield because we have a lot of villains who I don't like, but they're not as memorable. I remember Cassius, and I hate him the entire time. <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah, I, 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 I remember exactly what you're talking about. Like when we get some depth about him mm-hmm. as a character, you're like, okay, I feel like, like maybe this is a point where they're trying to say, like, here, maybe have a little bit of sympathy for the villain. Like, no, no, yeah. none. Uh, uh, yeah, yep. He has more depth, but the it's like getting deeper into sewage. So, <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> Um, yeah, but those are our main villains. Like, we get Cassius, you know, enslaving people, murdering people. Just, yeah, that's, I mean, that's pretty bad. He's, he feels kind of rapey. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I was kind of wondering if that was going to happen. I mean, it's not going to happen on, on this show. I'm sure other yeah. uh, MCU shows it would have happened, like maybe something on Netflix. Yep, that's um, what I was thinking. <laughs> yep, yeah. Um, also... It took me a while to put this together. He, because of the you know fight over the food, uh, Cassius tells one of his henchmen to like give the humans some breathing room, right? Because mm-hmm. they're uh, you know obviously tensions are high. That is what instituted the the calling. The uh, I forget what it's called when they had to kill each other. So like him just saying nice words apparently is internal code for yeah, just kill a bunch of them. Make sure they know who's boss. Also, it's like, oh, they're they're renewing resources. If there are fewer humans, everyone will get more. Yeah, I mean, I mean, if they just kill half of them, then yeah, way more resources. Yep. Um. So, I just looked up the name Cassius, right? Because I was thinking like Virgil is significant. Oh. uh Cassius means. Empty and vain in Latin. Oh. Yeah, yeah. okay. <laughs> um, it's not a very popular name in the United States. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I wonder why. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah. Yeah, I think we're done with villains. Like, yeah, we get that jerk guy yeah. and we got Sphere Woman. But mm-hmm. yeah, they don't do much yet. Um, yeah, yeah, exactly. Their their intro into the show. Mm-hmm. Yeah, uh, guys in the chair. Yeah, guy in the chair. And I turn the corner and I see this guy drop his backpack. He's getting all up in his face. And right before he's about to throw the first punch, Katie comes out of nowhere, steps right between us, and starts screaming the lyrics to Hotel California. What? It's the art of confusion. Works great on stupid people. No, 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 no. Not those three wombats. No way. The only guy in the chair character I have is uh, Grill, who 
we've we've already talked about right um you know he he made a deal with the shieldies he uh i'm sure he definitely undersold the value of the tablet um, mm-hmm. but he had them in a corner and was like well you're gonna work for me here you go yeah so yeah i got uh i really like tess i think i like her character that she's a believer of what virgil believed um, oh, yeah. Or she was more open-minded. I don't think she really truly believed it until she met the Shieldies. Yes. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. All right. Well, 12% of the plan. <laughs> yeah. Stark Tower is your baby. Give yourself 12% of the credit. 12%. An argument can be made for 15. 12%? Well, I my baby? did do all the heavy lifting. Literally, oh. I lifted... The heavy things. I've been dangling over the Grand Canyon for 12 I know, hours. I know, I know, I know. You went to the Grand Canyon? He could have used your help. What percentage? I don't know. 12%. 12%? <laughs> that is not a plan. It's barely a concept. You're taking their side? I am Groot. So what? It's better than 11%. What the hell does that have to do with anything? Uh, let's see. The only thing that I have to say, just a random thought that, uh, or something that, that Tess had said, is that Earth or what's left of Earth, is full of uh, roaches now, which I, I completely forget what their actual alien name is. You, uh, you kept saying it last week. Vrelnaxians? Yeah, Vrelnaxians. Um, yep. So apparently Earth, or what's left of Earth, is full of those now. So, great. Yeah. Um, I've... If you can bring someone to the future, which I know that Enoch uh, brought them... Never mind. <laughs> okay. Why not bring the Avengers to the future? <laughs> <laughs> well, well, the Avengers didn't destroy Earth, at least in this this way. <laughs> um, I mean, again, this is this is something we'll be debating once we've seen the the whole season uh, and we yeah. like know the the full storyline, but. I feel like they actually give a good enough explanation for specifically why the agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. were, were taken yeah. and, and that kind of stuff. Um, uh, we'll now, talk about it later because we don't need another <laughs> yeah. spoiler section in this episode. <laughs> yeah, yeah exactly. Now, there is, that's, yeah. there is something else that actually happens in Season 6 that, uh, or it's like a one-off line, but like I'm thinking... No, that makes no sense. Like, I, I feel like that specifically should have been for, like, the Avengers or someone else. But okay. Anyway, yeah. I know my value. Anyone else's opinion doesn't really matter. Earth just lost your best defender. So we're here to fight. Strongest Avenger. Access denied. Strongest Avenger. Access denied. Damn you, Stark. Banner. Welcome, Strongest Avenger. Oh. What? All right. Well, Tony, how many time traveling teams do you rate this episode? I don't think this is as high as last episode. So I've got to think of time traveling teams. I mean, obviously the <laughs> Shieldies. I'm giving it three and a half. So it's like the Shieldies, <laughs> the Avengers, obviously. Um, the uh, what is his, his name? Thomas Beckett, the guy from Quantum Leap. <laughs> and then just Doc. Forget Marty, because it's three and a half. So only Doc. Ah, okay. Yeah. Okay. All right. Yeah. Okay. How many? Right. Yeah, that's 
Um, I would also give it three, um, but my teams are going to be a little different. Obviously, the Shieldies, of course, yeah. um, the Avengers, and then the Defenders. So those those three Did sets the of defenders teams. Time travel? No. Oh, were you only listing time travel? I was only Oops. people people who time travel. Oh, um, and then Team Flash, <laughs> Ant Ant Man. Uh, um, hasn't happened I mean, he's, yet. He was with uh, the Avengers. Uh, you're right. Like that's um, what his podcast probably says all the time. In, in Miss Marvel. <laughs> yeah, you're right. Well, no, because like he did the, um, because he he mm-hmm. he was in the quantum realm for five hours to him. So, uh, so that's that's what I was thinking. Fine. Um, Loki. <laughs> Let's go with that. Lo- Loki. Yeah, Loki uh, did time travel or the yeah, TVA. Yeah. Yeah, TVA, sure. <laughs> how? What did you give this episode? I don't even know. We've went through this so long. I don't know how many stars you gave it. Three. I gave it three. Okay. Um, uh, it was, I mean, it was good. It was, this was really the intro episode. Like, yeah. we got the situation that the characters are in. Like, actually what the stakes are. Um, we got the actual villains, right? Cassius mm-hmm. and other Kree. Um, that kind of stuff, so. I feel like like this one was more. Here's some juice, but you, you know you, you kind of need to keep watching more. I don't know why I said juice. The 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 phrase is here. That's the meat. The meat. <laughs> Here's some juice, bud. Okay. Yeah. yeah. All right. Well, with that strong thought, I think it's time to sign off. <laughs> so, listeners, keep that thought in your mind until next week when you. You listen to Al again. And uh, join us next time when we cover Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. Season 5, Episode 3, A Life Spent. And remember to follow us on Twitter and give us that five-star rating. No matter what podcast you enjoy, give us a five-star rating. That's right. And after you uh, give us a rating, drink some juice. Uh, Apple (laughs) or orange or other. You know, let us know on Twitter which juice you drank after giving us a rating. Yeah, pomegranate orange guava or pineapple orange guava. I think it's pineapple orange guava. Anyway, uh, join us next time. Uh, And as always, this is Marvel Cinematic Rewind signing off. Have a marvelous day. Disorientation, it's a revelation. It'll turn your head around. Cause it's hard to keep your feet on the ground when you're hanging upside down. Now early in our history, the world was cloaked in mystery, but two sides began to take shape. The upside was up and the downside was down. A simple logic.